Hello everyone and welcome to Objectively Bad Podcast Episode 4. Devised, written and hosted by me and produced by Flynn Morgan Productions. Um, Flynn Morgan, so yeah, the elephant in the room is this episode is now produced, and all future episodes actually are going to be produced by Flynn Morgan Productions. After a very strong and well received first episode, the ratings have dived and in fact on episode 3, someone left a, <clears throat> a bit of a review... And I'm going to read out the review they left. Would be a great podcast if it weren't for the narcissistic, woefully unfunny host whose sinfully offensive attempts at written comedy are usurped in lack of quality only by his derivative responses to the user-submitted reviews of the podcast. And to that I can only say I think that's very stupid and a very pooey thing to write about me. Uh, so yeah, anyway, we kicked, we kicked off uh, Antwerp Productions and handed it over to Flamorgan. So welcome, Flamorgan. Right, uh, this episode is sponsored by Playboy Pogs. Playboy Pogs feature all of your favourite Playboy pinups, this time recreated in wonderful circular form. Subscribe to Playboy Pogs' monthly subscription box service to receive Playboy Pogs promptly by post. Go to www.playboypogs.com or search hashtag nipple on social media websites. Uh, today I'm joined by Stuart, Nate Yay. and Gossie. Uh, Gossie, you can see the script for this episode in front of you. Um, how would you describe what you're seeing? This all looks brilliant. Very funny stuff. Happy to witness it and for these funny events to unfold from Gossie. Oh, thanks, mate. That, that means a lot. It's, it's just some honest uh, feedback about the, the script. Because obviously, Gothy can see the script, so uh, he's sort of getting a bit of preview. Anyway, God, what an awful, awful week I've had. We're just these... these <laughs> he's loving it, because he's laughing. Uh, this looks awful. Um, my hair looks bad. It's video and audio podcast, so subscribe now, folks. Um, yeah, what an awful week I've had. Um... Just these nuisance callers and knockers and whatnot. So, a few nights ago, right, I was going about my business in my house, just got, I was pouring myself a drink or whatnot, and there was this knock at the door. So I went downstairs, opened the door, and there was some man there, dressed all prim and proper, and his cheeks were just slightly a puff. He's mumbling and stuff. I said, mm, "Are you okay?" And he he nodded. And he's like, mm. "I said, what?" What are you, why are you at my door? What are you doing? Like, it's all just very strange behaviour. Like, don't you know how to be human or something? And he, he opened his mouth to apologise. And just this thick black paste just fell out of his mouth. Like, it dribbled out of his mouth. And I'm just stood there thinking, what the canal is this, right? It's like some bollocks out of War of the Worlds or something. And just this waft of fucking fish odour just waves over me like makes me gag and I see in his hand he's got like he's clutched onto like this little spoon and this little tin of caviar so I'm thinking this is bloody bizarre right so I says to him listen right, I don't know what this is but you stink of fish and he, he cuts me off he, and he gobs on me gobs this thick black paste on me and he booms at me he goes fuck you fuck your children fuck you fuck you you poor insignificant man and i look down and in the other hand he's clutching this like conservative party leaflet and i, I said well you you haven't got my vote now fuck off uh he's, he was one of the <laughs> one of the local uh conservative party members wasn't he so that's uh yeah 
political hu- political humour there. Um, <laughs> um, now we have got I'm a word. <laughs> Brilliant. Mock the week is shit as well. So uh, we have got a word from our sponsor now. So I've got a. Um, I've sent the audio file across to Stuart. Stuart, could you play this audio file, Pressing please? Play. Now. Playback packs and the Playback Pogs subscription box provide porn periodically by post, preferred by people previously playing with Pogs. The Playback Pogs and the Playback Pogs subscription box is perceived by porn professionals primarily as a perfect present for parents, principally papas. Peculiarly, peculiarly Playback Pogs proxy for puzzle pieces, providing perpetual pleasant playtime for people. Purchase Playback Pogs and the Playback Pogs subscription box at www.playbypogs.com. Preferably payment posted to Playback Pogs, P.O. Box, Pepper Park, Polesbrook, Peterborough, PP3. <laughs> 3PP, previously purchased through Prime, donate to us or preferentially pledge on Patreon. Play by box, Pogs feature nipples, teats, and bosoms, but no <laughs> vaginas. Thank, uh, thank you for pressing play on that item. Um, so, moving across now to some reviews of the podcast. Obviously, we're on episode four now, so um, we've, we've got, well, we've got one review come through anyway. Um, if you are if you are a fan of the podcast, please do leave a review on your favourite podcast provider or whatever. That would really help us out. Um, so anyway, this is this is a review that we've got. Would be a great podcast if it weren't for the narcissistic, woefully unfunny host who synth. Oh, thought I flagged that one. Uh, yeah. So we're actually just sitting at one star at the moment. I'm gonna delete that one later. Didn't mean to. Uh, so anyway, our agony aunt column. Just a reminder, guys, that you can send in your sort of requests and whatnot to us. Um, we have received another uh, Ag- agony aunt question. Um, this is from Todd again, actually, same guy. Um, so I'm just going to read this out loud. Dear MJ, my name is Todd Onison, and I live on South End on Sea. I have a question that has come to me after a recent encounter with a member of the opposite sex. Recently, at the local Pokemon trading card game tournament, I did particularly well and I came second and I won some cards, including two shiny Charizard cards. I like them because the colours are nice and they look cool and they're shiny and they look cool in my folder. (laughs) When I left the gaming store, I stood outside waiting for my mum to come and pick me up. One of the other Pokemon players came up to me. She is called Grace. She said that if I gave her one of the Charizard cards I won, in exchange, she would show me her cunt. I really liked the cards I won, but following your previous advice about me trying to find myself and explore my sexuality, I decided to go for the trade. I slipped out my Charizard. No sooner had I taken it out of its protective sleeve, Grace grabbed my hand and steadied it. She placed her other hand atop it and slowly slid out from my grasp. She was now holding it all by herself. I could feel a bead of sweat from her moistened hand, the moistness having transferred onto my eczema riddled fingers. (laughs) She put her hand into her tights and then slowly pulled out a hard plastic case. She slid the card into the case and pushed this back down her stockings. She did not pull her hand back out. Instead, she pushed her fingers outwards, tearing the tights and confidently ripping the tights out outwards, revealing her sultry genitals, which had dripped with glistening moisture in the moonlight. 
No sooner had I laid my eyes on this sight than I was interrupted with a beeping car. My mother had pulled up alongside us. Grace fled, she got away safely, and my mother hadn't seen a thing. My question is, should I build a new deck around my remaining Charizard card? From Todd, age 28. Uh, Todd, I'm fascinated by your story. Um, do let us know how it went with Grace. Um, yeah, I think a, a new deck could be a great idea. I guess it all comes down to the uh, moveset of the new Charizard card. Um, but it's a, it's a lovely story, Todd. And uh, again, I would just continue to, to explore this uh, new path that you're finding for yourself. Uh, right, next up, again, this is just fucking... <laughs> <laughs> this is <laughs> loves it. This is just this is just <laughs> I don't know what is I didn't understand a word of it. <laughs> it was all very clear. Guy, guy wins some Charizard cards. Um top topping off my just dog shit awful week is um went into Waitrose, I think it was like two uh, near, I think it was like nearly two weeks ago now I went into Waitrose. Had a horrible situation with some products that I bought. Um, and anyway, there, there is, I can't, I'm too angry to read out the response letter. Nate, can you read out the complaint letter that they, the, the response to my complaint? Yeah, I would, I would love you, love, love you. <laughs> I love This to your recent letter. You claim that you purchased one bottle of Radox Cherry Blossom Bubble Bath, one bottle of Waitrose Cherry Blossom Bubble Bath, and a spaghetti meatballs ready meal. <laughs> If your letter in your letter you claimed that the Radox bubble bath was delicious, fragrant, and odoured how you would expect, you claimed the Waitrose own brand equivalent was putrid smelling, discoloured, and rancid. You of course included the bottle of bubble bath with your letter. I can clearly see there was a problem with the bubble bath you sent back, so I checked the in-store CCTV footage from the time of your visit. CCTV footage shows you approaching the cosmetic aisle with caution, checking that no store employees were following you. The footage shows you hastily grabbing the two bottles, unscrewing them before you proceed to kneel on all fours and defecate into both bottles. The defecation was clearly not a natural consistency and from the footage the substance exiting your body appears to be one of the most thin, slick and oily samples of faeces I have ever witnessed. The stunt you pulled covered the floor with faecal matter and the footage shows you trying to scramble to your feet but repeatedly falling over in the remnants of your stool. Amongst this confusion, the footage shows a notepad falling out of your pocket and sliding underneath the aisle. After using some nearby mop handles to steady yourself and exit the aisle, the footage shows you hastily moving to the chilled aisle where you grab a spaghetti bolognese ready meal before paying for your products and leaving the store. I went to the store myself to see if the notepad that slid under the aisle was still there. It was. From this notepad, it is clear that your disturbing behaviour was premeditated and the notepad even contains two drafted letters one of them almost identical to the letter you've sent to us, the other one a criticism criticism of Radox and their bubble bath and singing the praises of the Waitrose bubble bath. The images of your plans to kneel in the store and defecate are quite disturbing and I would urge you to seek medical help, not only for your mental well-being but also to address your incredibly thin and runny feces. Suffice to say, you are banned from our Shepherd's Bush store and our directors are currently reviewing the footage and considering a store-wide ban. Kind regards, Mika Marpleson. CEO of Waitrose, Megan Marpleson. <laughs> yeah, it's just absolutely ridiculous. And that, can I just say that categorically did not happen. Um, I've actually asked, I've sent a reply to Waitrose asking for the original footage of that and that they don't copy it and just asking for the original so I can make sure it's definitely fake. Because um, it is, that wasn't me. 
Uh, anyway, do you like those? Do you like riddles, guys? Yeah. Matt, Matt Riddle. Matt Riddle. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I like those like rhymes and G- sort Jimmy, of Jimmy things. Riddles. Yeah. Can't think of it. Yeah. Sort of. Yeah. Well, I heard one this week. Absolutely fascinating. I think you're gonna like this, right? Uh, it says two men in a room. The the room is completely sealed. One of the men is on the floor and he's on fire. He's burning. Um, the man is screaming out in pain and begging the other man to help him. Uh, the other man can't call for help. They're, they're in this room together. don't have a phone or anything like that. Um, cannot actually provide any help except that he desperately needs to urinate and he's got a completely full bladder. So he's got enough liquid in him to put out the fire. Um, in the end, the burning man is left burning for so long that he dies. So the whole time screaming in pain and he just dies. Now, the man who could have urinated on him to put him out, he did the right thing. Now, I just want you to think about that in your heads for a few seconds. Just give you a few moments to think about what aspect of the riddle I've said that gives you a clue as to why he might have done the right thing. I want you listeners and viewers as well, I want you to think about how he could have done the right, how this could be the right thing to do. And so... He was in the right because the man on the floor was Mel Gibson. Uh, thank you very much. <laughs> thank you very much for listening to the Objectively Bad Podcast episode four. He loves it. <laughs> uh, we'll see you next time, folks. Goodbye.